What's up, everyone? Christopher Walker back here again with my co-host on the Thermodiet Podcast, uh, Research Gaucho. How's Jake it going? Miller. How you doing? I see you're all umzoot up today. I am. Yeah, I got yeah. a fresh order in this morning. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And then Brenton's wearing the the old school owl, or what, what are we calling that owl? Real Francis. Yeah, you could show. Yeah, the real Francis. Yeah. So Brenton's on on the video now. <laughs> if you're watching this on YouTube. We got some cool Umzu swag for those people that like swag and like high quality stuff. Definitely, you know, a lot of it's made made by uh, Champion. So Jayton's rocking it right now. Yeah. I'm actually wearing a Duke Champion hoodie. Anyway, so today we're going to be talking about um, morning rituals or morning habits, mm-hmm. and just I mean we could even get into other habits mm-hmm. throughout the day, but like the thermo morning. So, uh, what is your thermo morning looking like right now? Currently, it is not as uh, structured as it used to be. Um, mainly my, my well, I, I guess I, I kind of clump things in two different areas, right? So um, there's like at home and then at the office. Mm-hmm. And both you and I get to the office like pretty damn early every day. Yeah. So probably at least three quarters to five-eighths of my morning routine happens at the office. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's mainly just waking up. Uh, brushing my teeth, putting in uh, contacts or something, and then putting on some clothes and getting in the car. That's pretty much my at-home morning routine. Um, previously, though, I, I used to like do um, certain meditation. Like I would have more of a structured morning with at home. I would do like a, a breathing exercise or meditation exercise, and then um, even read a book for a certain period of time. Now, I found that that uh, reading in the morning is actually pretty awesome because you're kind of like really paying attention to what you're reading and absorbing that material. Um, now I read more at night hmm. and uh, any breathing exercise I'll do it in the evening because uh, I don't know, I'm just like stoked to get into work every day. So I just like get up and I just want to get in my car and go to work. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty much it. And then I get here and, and uh, now that we have our new Miracle Morning in, take couple miracle mornings two of those guys and then uh drink a bunch of coffee and get going on i I've, i just like have like certain uh business metric spread spread uh spreadsheets that i check every morning like dashboards and stuff just gotta see what the numbers are what we can do look at the calendar for the day listen to music we're always rocking out with something in yeah. the office the mutoid man has been pretty good in the mornings yeah mutoid man will wake you up yeah so uh, for those people that don't know Mutoid Man, it's it's kind of like this. It's a three-person band, and it's like heavy metal punk. It's and they're good. Yeah. They're really good. They're pretty good. Yeah. So we just generally we'll put on in the early mornings here at the office. We'll put on like some very loud, fast heavy metal, mm. and wakes you right up. It's like Mutoid Man, Gojira, Mastodon. Mm-hmm. Would you, you had some Marilyn Manson on the other day. Yeah, Marilyn Manson's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. he's getting me going. Or uh, every once in a while, I'll listen to some Ween in the morning. Zach doesn't really like that in the mornings whenever he walks in. But yeah, I'm not a huge fan of Ween. I like him a little bit. It's kind of weird. It is weird. Yeah, it almost sounds like a kid's. It's like a like a kid's cartoon mm-hmm. music or something. I don't know. <laughs> they have a lot of like helium sounds. Yeah. So. Yeah. They're experimentally, uh, they have experimental sounds, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's pretty much my morning routine. And then I just like work all day 
and then get go home at the end of the day. So nice. That's my simple life. Heck yeah. Work out anywhere in there? When I get home. Yeah. yeah. Okay. A couple times a week. Yep. Okay. What, yeah, uh, but I was working out in the morning for a while, which is kind of awesome. But it's, uh, it's a little easier to do in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Plus, my lifts are always better in the afternoon. Yeah. Because you're awake. Definitely. Circadian rhythm-wise, like it's a lot better to train at that time. So, but I just kind of go with the flow. Like we, we've talked about it in other episodes too, about like, I personally find that too much structure, like really stresses me out. So I need a little bit of flexibility mm-hmm. and the flexibility just mentally, like change every couple months and like do try something different. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of people I think try to make things a little too perfect and it's, it adds more stress to their life. You don't really need to do that. Yeah. I like to set up certain routines and habits that allow me to free up space for flexibility in other areas. So like, um, I typically eat like pretty much the same thing every day because it's thoughtless. Um, it's super easy. And because of that, like I have the ability to free up that mind space for other things. Mm -hmm. So I really enjoy that. That's why they say like a lot of those, you know, billion dollar company CEOs just wear the same clothes every day. Mm -hmm. So it just is not something that they have to think about because it's really not that important. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, same idea. Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's your morning routine? Um, in the mornings, I'll usually, um, I'm usually pretty jacked up because I come straight out of a dream into my alarm. So I'm usually, uh, like really awake in the mornings just cause my heart's racing. So <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I've been having some crazy dreams lately. Um, so I'll hop out of bed. I'll usually do like some push ups or some air squats or something, kind of get my blood flowing and get my body awake. Um, then I'll get dressed, I'll go upstairs and I'll eat and then, uh, I'll go back downstairs and then grab my stuff, leave, come up to the office. Um, when it, usually whenever I get to the office, nobody's here. So, um, I'll turn on the lights, take all the supplements that I can. And then I really like the vibration platform in the mornings. Yeah. I do like using that thing. Yeah. Even intermittently throughout the day, if I'm like, Need a little reset button type of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll, I'll do that for a couple of minutes while I'm checking my phone and then I'll make some coffee. And then I usually just dive into the biggest thing that's on my plate for the day. I like to get that done first thing. Um, and then from there, like I can just get the other things done that are on my task list. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. a good, good way to go. What What's that called? It's like eat the frog or something. I have no there's, idea. Some, <laughs> there's some saying about that. Like eating the eating the biggest frog, or I don't know, I don't know. Just get the mm-hmm. biggest thing out of the way right away. Um, so your day, no matter what, is a success. What does your uh, evening routine look like? Um, right now, it's mainly just like I'll get home, eat a big thermal bowl uh, in front of the, like watching the office or something. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of the office and SpongeBob are like my main background music. Like <laughs> I just turn them on. It's like kind of this nostalgic, comforting thing, and then just have low volume, just like. So just like on all the time. Um, but then I'll, yeah, I'll eat, try to take like an hour um, to not work. And then lately I've been just diving back into work, like building out all these, these new website funnels. Mm-hmm. Some nights it's been bad cause I stayed up like way too late mm-hmm. and then I kind of pay for it the next couple days there. Last week there was a, n- a night where I stayed up to like two thirty trying to do some 
that Ajax thing on the site and then didn't end up fixing it at all. So it was a huge waste of time. Mm-hmm. Um, other than I kind of learned some interesting stuff, but which was good. And then the night after that, I did a total stupid move and I was, I got into the rabbit hole on YouTube of, um, tiny houses and container shipping container houses. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I literally like from like seven thirty or 8 PM till like 1230, I was, and I even realized how fat, how much time I was spending on this. I was like just watching YouTube videos about shipping container houses. <laughs> and then I realized what time I was like, Oh shit. Cause I'd stayed up so late the night before. Um, so, but then the next couple nights after that, I, I like slept a lot, like 12 hours a night. So are you convinced on the tiny house thing? Not really. I mean, it's interesting from one side of things. Like living without a mortgage would be pretty damn cool. Mm-hmm. Or paying rent. That would be awesome. However, living in a shed would not be so awesome. Mm. And because that's basically what it is, like this tiny little condensed thing. That's where the shipping container thing is interesting because they're so much cheaper. Mm-hmm. And they're like really durable but then you can actually build something interesting with it. It doesn't have to be some like little shed that fits on a trailer. Um, so that's that's where those are pretty neat because you can kind of customize everything. Uh, there are some really cool companies out there that I found that night <laughs> that like all these different, uh, you know, out of the UK or like Australia or wherever, these, these cool companies that are doing all sorts of interesting technology for housing, for like more sustainable, off-the-grid uh, cool housing that that's like ship. You can literally order it online and they'll like ship it to your, your lot within hmm. like 10 days or something crazy. A lot of these. And there was one that was really cool. It had this like lever technology that was proprietary to them where it, it comes in. It's about the size of a shipping container so they can stick it on the back of a semi truck. And then they, dr- they drive it up to your lot and like pop it down on the lot and it sits up on a couple stilts type mm-hmm. of things. And then they, you push a button and it unfolds this entire three-bedroom house out of the shipping container thing with all this lever this lever technology. Dang. So you can basically like have a house and it literally builds itself. And then when you want to move, you just push the button and it folds back up. Nice. I was like, that's sick. <laughs> you stick it back on the truck. Yeah. So those things are cool. Hmm. I, I wouldn't want to live in a tiny house per se, but I would like to like explore alternate housing options because I think the housing markets are just like totally overblown and so oh dumb. Like it, it, the, and a lot of it's just depending on location of where you live in the country, mm-hmm. um, not building materials mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. Like building material, you can look in like middle of bumfuck Kansas and you can buy a mansion for like 500K. Mm-hmm. But if you look in Boulder, 500K won't get you really it's, anything. It'll no. get you a closet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. It's, it's just interesting. Mm-hmm. But then the other challenge being like, where are you going to put this house? You have yeah. to have a lot and then you got to go look at, so I was looking at all these mountain lots, which, which are like a beautiful in Boulder. The mountain lots are amazing, but half of them are like burned down because there was some fire a couple years ago. Mm. So they're trying to get rid of those lots okay. at a better price. But then uh, the law here is that you have to pay for the lot in cash. Oh, really? Yeah. Dang. So I'm like, well, that it makes it interesting. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, that's my little, that was my rabbit hole last week. Okay. My nightly one night routine. Okay. Learned a lot about alternate housing. Interesting. Have you seen that documentary, Wild Wild Country? No. 
So it's the Isn't one. Is that like a cult or something? Yeah, yeah, it's whenever they, I think it was like up in Oregon, they shipped like an entire city into this area in like two days. Um, wow. I wonder if they would have been more successful if they would have had that working for them. Yeah, if they would have had some transportable housing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, our, our time's up. <laughs> They're on to us. Let's go somewhere else. <laughs> Call the trucks. <laughs> but no, that's a, that's a crazy documentary. Oh, check it out. Mm-hmm. I was watching The Witcher last night. Oh, I finished that. Yeah? Yeah. I have two episodes left. Okay. Nice. What do you think? It makes sense in the last episode. It's a bunch of timelines, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, but like the They're episode, like interwoven, so you yeah, can't really tell it. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense at the in the last episode, though. Okay. Um, I think it's all right. I don't think it's the, the best show, but... No, yeah, I, I agree good. with that. Um, the writing's not very good. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, there's a lot of like cool concepts in it, but a lot of it's kind of cheesy. Mm-hmm. I'm not a screenwriter by any means, but like some of the lines just don't need to be said. I'm like, yeah, okay, <laughs> that's just not good writing. I think they, um, what was it? They dropped the f bomb more times in that show than like most of them that they have on Netflix or something like that. I read something. Yeah, I don't mind that so much. I think it's kind of awesome. Yeah, <laughs> he's. <laughs> He's like walking around in medieval whatever time period, you know, and then uh, there's some like, remember that when they're in that crypt with the crazy chick who was like some monster chick um, under the castle or whatever? Yes. And then she breaks the chain. And he's like, fuck. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, all right. But hmm. this is also um, doubling as an inner art entertainment critic episode yeah where we're gonna we're gonna roast all these shows that are on <laughs> netflix right now because hmm. that's involved in our nightly routines yeah i don't know my evening routine usually consists of uh so i'll go home i'll go to the gym i'll come back and then i'll eat and while i'm eating I'll, i've been watching uh the jordan peterson lectures mm-hmm. um over like his biblical series and so i found that really interesting he has a lot of really interesting insights into that um, kind of a, um, really in-depth perspective. Like you can tell that he's really thought about it for a really long time. And then uh, after that, I'll usually uh, get into bed and then I'll start reading. So I have like five different books right now that I'm kind of chipping away at slowly. Um, and then after that, I'll usually just go to sleep. That's about the end of Oh, I'll write. I'll write for a little bit and then I'll go to sleep. But that's usually my evening routine the simple life definitely i like i like a simplicity like simplicity in my daily routine Mm -hmm. because again it helps you like focus on stuff that matters and not not like all this other nonsense yeah i noticed that like the more simple i can get my day-to-day the more complex thought processes that i can like take on um the more Mm -hmm. like abstraction i can think about so bandwidth issue Mm -hmm. what other kind of habits do you find that are beneficial walking Mm -hmm. definitely seems it's kind of in the culture here at the office too like a couple times a day go hit a walk Mm -hmm. get around boulder we're in a good location in boulder so we can kind of walk down pearl street can walk over near the mountain um the canyon anything so getting those steps in every day is really helpful i find that i just i sleep way better I just feel better if I get at least like a five mile walking day every day, 10 K mm-hmm. steps. And I sleep really good if I have a um, 20,000 steps. 
Really? Yeah. Interesting. Now, I find that um, reading is a really good habit to get into. Yeah, absolutely. For the people who are kind of against it, um, I think that it's a really valuable um, skill to develop for sure. Who's against reading? Like, uh, I don't know. A lot. Of, I know a lot of people who don't like to read. They just... Do they have a reason? Uh, they just don't like it. So they just don't do it. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And Lame. like, I even have people who do, don't listen to podcasts. Like, they won't do audio books. And I'm just sitting there trying to... Like, I just... I don't even understand how you can not want information. Like, it doesn't... It doesn't click with me for some reason. Yep. Yeah, me too. I like learning. I do too. I think learning is like the ultimate reward in mm. life, knowing more. Yeah. And knowing less subsequently. Mm-hmm. The more you know, the less you know. But that's why it's like so interesting because you can keep diving down new rabbit holes. There's never a point where you think that you know everything. Mm-hmm. So it's always fun to explore new books. Mm-hmm. I have like a binge buying book habit on Amazon. Yeah. My list is pretty big too right now yeah. but i tell myself that i gotta i gotta wait to start any more books until i at least have two done that i'm working on right now i just bought anthony bourdain a couple of his books oh really yeah kitchen confidential and then nasty bits okay yeah nice no i uh the the shelf by my bed is only so big so like i tell myself until i free up space on here then i don't need to get any more books <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty much full on my bookshelves. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to start stacking them. And I throw them kind of everywhere else, like on the couch and the floor. Mm. <laughs> nice. So I have a pretty messy existence. Yeah. As anyone also in, in the office can tell, if you just look at my desk, then just imagine like having, expanding that out to like 1,600 square feet in my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much what it looks like. All right. <laughs> but... So you've been, you said that you've been taking two Miracle Morning in the mornings? Yeah. Okay. Yep. I noticed that that's a little too much for me. Yeah? Yeah. If I take one, it's like perfect. If I take two, it's like jumping off the edge. All right. Mm-hmm. Know thyself. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so if anyone's listening to this and you're wondering what we're talking about, it's our new supplement from Umzu. It's called Miracle Morning. And you might be able to guess from the name what it's about. It's an, it's an, a morning, uh, I guess you'd say energy booster, cog- cognitive enhancer, mm-hmm. um, just dials you in right away. It's actually, um, synergistic with caffeine. Mm-hmm. There's no caffeine in it, which is cool. So if you don't want to have caffeine or you don't use caffeine in any capacity, that's fine. Miracle morning doesn't have any, but then if you use it with caffeine, it actually amplifies the effect. So mm-hmm. you could take, you know, one or two of them drink a couple cups of coffee in the morning and then uh you're you're dialed in like you're focused definitely now the teocrine i think within the plant like um the kucha plant teocrine is actually derived from the caffeine molecule within that plant and so whenever they extract it they're actually it's actually after it's converted down into teocrine cool. within the plant mm-hmm. and it can't be uh you can't get desensitized to it Mm-hmm. which is really cool yeah so every time you take it it's like taking it for the first time yep which is really cool and how many clinical trials are on teocrine that like i i remember seeing just massive amounts uh like there are a ton of clinical trials human clinical trials on on the effectiveness of teocrine the only one that i could find as far as dosage goes was 
It was 200 milligrams twice a day. I don't know if I could take this in the afternoon though. Yeah, I like, I definitely wouldn't be able to sleep because whenever yeah, I, I mean, take two in the morning, I don't sleep at all. He took 400 milligrams a day. It's four capsules a day. You're you're probably not gonna sleep. Yeah, yeah, ever again. But if you need uh if you need some energy, especially if you're like out, I'm excited to try it. I'm gonna use it on the mountain this year hmm. for snowboarding. Take like two of them in the morning and then two of them at noon or something. Okay, just kind of get that extra kick. Hmm. I don't know. I might have a heart attack if I do that. So I need to watch out. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if there's another compound that can like metabolize it in the way rudocarpine metabolizes caffeine. Mm, I don't know. Maybe if we, you take a little bit of extra theanine with it. Yeah. Um, I think that might take a little bit of the edge off and kind of dial it back in. But maybe tequila. That might help too. That might loosen you up on the board too. <laughs> oh yeah, you, yeah. I I do that. <laughs> that's that's part of my. Not every time, but sometimes, I'll do a morning routine of a, a thermo Rita or two before yeah. I go out snowboarding. Because yeah, you. I, I find that I'm like, way better when I'm a little loose like that. Mm -hmm. I had a whiskey on the rocks last Saturday. Whenever like before we started the day, and it. I don't know what it was. It just threw my day off. So I don't know if I'm going to do it anymore. I don't know if I would, uh, whiskeys though, like whiskeys are like downers. Yeah, I guess that's true. I get really tired if I have a whiskey. Yeah. Like some, I mean, it's like, especially those, those, like a good coffee whiskey mm -hmm. is really good, but like only in the evening, I would never try it like anywhere in the day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe I just need to experiment a little bit more. Thermo Rita, dude. Mm -hmm. Or some little potato vodka, something <laughs> like that. You take redwood before you go out on the mountain too? Yeah, redwood's great, especially at altitude like that. It kind of keeps the blood going all the right spots. Because mm -hmm. I, I found that that's the the uh, kind of the limiting factor when you get up on the top, like at the peaks and stuff. Mm -hmm. It's just basically oxygen delivery mm -hmm. to your to your limbs, mm -hmm. your muscle tissue. Yeah. So I feel like redwood does definitely help with that. Um, gives you a little more stamina and mm -hmm. endurance. Do you think that's because it helps shuttle lactic acid away from the muscle? Yeah, it, it's it's most noticeably like the the lactic acid ends up not accumulating as quickly. Mm -hmm. That that's I guess where the stamina comes from. Yeah, when it start like on a deep powder day or something like lactic acid is really noticeable. <laughs> yeah, very quickly. I don't really notice it anymore. I just go ham. So <laughs> whatever. You can't all be <laughs> like you. <laughs> uh. How'd you do on that snowboard though? Um, <laughs> that's a different topic. <laughs> you went ham sandwich back to the lodge. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think snowboarding's for me. <laughs> but you put a pair of skis on my feet, I'm good. Yeah, we're going to have to go up together sometime this winter. Yeah. We were talking about that the other day. I'll show you some of my backwards skiing. All right. Mm -hmm. I'll ski down the mountain as fast as you go forward, backwards. Oh, that sounds like a challenge. All right. right. Yeah. I'll do it. I'll, I'll race you. I'll, I'll go switch and you go backwards. All right. I'm down. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be a fun race. Mm -hmm. You know, falling included. Yeah. You know, <laughs> for you. <so. laughs> or running into stuff. One or the other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Actually, uh, I don't think I've talked about it on the podcast yet, but I, I just got back from Surf Ranch in California, Kelly Slater's Surf Ranch. And I took, a, I took eight Redwoods. And I think it was three scoops of octane, 
before surfing it did me good yeah throughout the day yeah man surfing all day it's pretty fun nice how'd you do uh I, I got a lot better throughout the day yeah yeah it's probably the the fastest way on earth to get better at, at surfing yeah because you yeah. just sit there and then the wave just goes back and forth and back and forth and you can just try and catch it every time nice yeah is that the first time you surfed no um i learned when i was like probably 11 out in orange county california and then uh that was just longboarding and then when we had the office in florida i would go out on the weekends and whatever and just surf in florida but the florida surf is not great hmm. i wouldn't say it's more that's more like a bunny slope of of surfing okay so this is like my first real experience surfing on like big waves because nice. the waves there they're like championship waves they run um competitions and stuff on these waves and they're pretty awesome waves so that was that was definitely an accelerated learning curve great experience which i would recommend anybody that's interested in doing that sort of thing like basically try to get in surf ranch and go take a day there it's pretty fun what do you think about people like what if someone had a bad sleep Mm. what would be a good morning routine i would say getting up and moving is probably a really good idea just like moving quickly in some form or fashion Kind of get the blood flowing a little bit, get that grogginess out of you. Yeah, I don't know. That's a really good question. What do you do whenever you don't get good sleep? One thing I definitely do is that I, if, say I had a workout that I was going to do that morning, I just push it off till the afternoon at least. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't feel like, other than just the habit of like getting to the gym and going through the motions, that's really all it ends up being. So if you're actually, if that's your goal, just like go through the motions at the gym and be active at that time every day. And maybe that's the only time you could do it then I would still recommend doing it. But kind of in my in my mind, I have more flexibility about when I can go to the gym, whether it's at the beginning or the end of the day. So if I have a bad sleep, then I'll typically just make sure I do it at the end of the day instead of the beginning hmm. because, I don't know, my, my lifts are never good. If, if I don't get enough sleep, I'm just always like kind of dragging ass in the gym. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather like have the day to kind of wake up, maybe grab a nap if I can, and then hit the gym later. Okay. Is there anything that you do immediately to kind of wake up? Currently it's more like I'm kind of just jumping out of bed every day. Mm. It's pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Get in the car, blast some metal, get to the office, blast some metal. That's the key. Yeah. Metal. Metal. Mm-hmm. Learn to love heavy metal. Yes. I did the exact same thing whenever I get in my car in the morning. <laughs> yeah. I usually it's Mastodon. It's really? Like, yeah. It's good driving music. I've been really into Gojira lately. I've been listening to a lot of them. Yeah, they're good. Mm-hmm. Um, Stranded. That's a good morning wake-up song. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Or um, The Art of Dying is really good, too. Man, I like that yeah. song. That one's good. Yeah, metal's definitely the key to wake up in the morning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A little Slipknot or something. Oh, yeah, Slipknot's good. Yeah. What about you? Hmm. As far as, like, waking up immediately in the mornings? Yeah. It's mostly just, like, air squats and stuff? Yeah, just... Getting moving, kind of getting the blood flowing, um, waking up the nervous system. However, I notice for some people that can kind of like push them over the edge if they're in a really like poor state of health, mm-hmm. just because like that cortisol is already spiked in the morning from trying to wake you up. Um, so spiking it even more by doing movement like that isn't always a good idea. That's why I think it'd be good for if anyone's in that sort of scenario to do some breathing exercises mm-hmm. right away. Yeah. And I have found that like, for breathing exercises, if you're, if you are in like a high stress state, 
and you do want to be doing them, doing it in the morning makes it really easy. Mm-hmm. If you if you basically just commit to the idea of like not don't look at your phone, just kind of wake up, roll over and like sit on even on the side of your bed or something and do it. Mm-hmm. So you're still half asleep. And I find that it's easier when you're half asleep like that to get into that trance state mm-hmm. with the with the breathing. And then you end up having a lot of energy all day. Like you feel good. I would say expose yourself to a good bright spectrum of light too. Mm-hmm. Like that'll definitely wake you up. Especially if like you're going to work before uh, the sun's up in the morning. Um, definitely exposing yourself to some form of like, I don't know. I have like a 300 watt ambient light in my room. And so I'll just plug that bad boy in and it wakes me right up. Yeah. I'm thinking about like, I like to go to Cabo on vacations and there's one one of the best things about that is like you wake up in the morning and then you just kind of roll out of bed and like go walk out to the porch and the sun's blasting down. Look at that Mexico sun. Nice. That's a good way to wake up. Mm-hmm. But currently right now in here in Colorado, like the day is pretty damn short because mm-hmm. it's the winter. So you wake up, it's dark. By the time you get home, it's dark. It's like, okay, well, at least there's some sun during the day. I know a lot of people in other areas of the country or the world, like at this time of year end up, uh, the whole day is dark. Mm-hmm. I lived in New York city for a couple of years and it was just dark all the time for like six months of the year, Ugh. windy, cold, rainy, snowy, not cool, noisy. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, getting out in the middle of the day is nice too for getting some sun here. So what are the biggest, uh, takeaway items that the listeners can use? So I would say takeaways are um, simplicity. Mm-hmm. I think it's really important. Just don't set a huge expectation for yourself on uh, like morning routines or whatever. Do what you want to do and make sure it's a positive routine. Mm-hmm. But it it might be just as much as like one thing that you do every day. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you do a couple a couple minutes of some breathing in the morning, or maybe you get up, you you blast yourself with some light, do some red light. You do something like that and then, uh, you know, go do what you got to do. If you go to work or whatever, listen to music that you like, that wakes you up, take some miracle morning, uh, drink some coffee, just get into your day and focus on, on the really important stuff in the morning for your day. Um, leaving it, leaving it simple like that, I think is, is crucial or do some activity. If you like to go to the gym or go on a walk before you go to work or whatever, mm-hmm. walk the dog, something like that. But keep it simple. I mean, I, I've seen like so there's so much of like a culture on social media around people doing like these crazy um, military things like wake up at 430 and do this huge routine and yada yada mm-hmm. um, before you do anything else. A lot of people can motivate themselves to do it for like a week or two and then they just fall off, especially right now it's January. Like everyone's everyone's into their new year, new me type of thing, but don't don't i always just say don't make a resolution just like commit to yourself something that you can do every day mm-hmm. and then give yourself flexibility to to modify it without like feeling ashamed that you stopped doing it or whatever mm-hmm. just kind of let yourself like flow through flexibly routines or routine evolutions that support your main goals in your day or your main goals in the quarter or the year 10 year plan or whatever you have and just leave the flexibility there. I've found personally that that's really important to me. I know other people are way more neurotic about stuff than I am. So take that with a grain of salt. But um, 
do what do what you want to do. Don't do something because you think it's like the right thing to do or the wrong thing to do. Mm-hmm. And I think that having the ability to observe that and notice what does and doesn't actually work for you um, is very important in that too. It's a good point. Identifying what's the desired outcome of that action too. Mm-hmm. It's like in in business. Like if you have a KPI, it's something you can track that shows you whether you're successful or not with it. Mm-hmm. So like making some KPIs for your actions, like there could, you could have some morning routine where you have five things that you do in the morning. And then if you, if you're not really tracking, like what is helping you get close to your goal, then three of them might not even be worth any of your time or effort. Mm -hmm. Uh, But you wouldn't know it because you're not looking at the KPI for that action. And it's just kind of wasting your time. So find what it is. And, And that also brings up the bigger question of like, what is your goal? Most people don't really think clearly about their goals or define them. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm of the opinion that goal setting is really good if you can get really clear and then like work backwards in terms of what habits you need to do every day to achieve that thing. Mm-hmm. Because then it helps simplify stuff too because then you notice over time it's like, well, most of the stuff I'm doing isn't really getting me anywhere. So I can cut it out, stop doing it. Mm-hmm. And then you get a simple daily routine. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I agree. Again, do a little shameless product pitch here at the end. Miracle Morning is our brand new Umzu supplement, and uh, it's pretty pretty awesome. Like, I mean, it works. Uh, kicks in pretty fast. What would you say, like fifteen minutes or so? Yeah, you really feel it in there. Yeah, yeah. You start to dial mm-hmm. in, in that first hour, and uh, if you take a Miracle Morning or two every morning, just try it out. I mean, try it for a month and see see if you like it. Mm-hmm. If you don't like it, again, we have a sixty day money back guarantee on our products. If you don't like it, if it doesn't work, whatever, just let us know. But you can find Miracle Morning over at umzu.com. Just you know, search for it, Miracle Morning. Yeah, and I have a suspicion this is probably going to be one of our more popular products if it gets out there. Absolutely, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Great. Well, thanks for listening to the Thermodiet Podcast. If you're not subscribed, go check it out wherever you like to listen to podcasts or wherever you're listening to it right now. Uh, it could be YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, Google, whatever. Go check it out there. If you like it, leave a review. Um, if you're in the Thermodiet Podcast, Uh, community on Facebook. Let us know any more questions or concerns or things that you'd want us to address here on the podcast. We're always happy to do so. We record it every week and we like to get good ideas. I mean, the podcast is really all about serving the, the community and figuring out ways that we can give you guys insights that you want to know. So the more that you give us, the more helpful this will be for you. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yep. Thanks for listening. We'll see you on the next show. Have a good one.